What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 567th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve, and with me is Hannah. Oh, me first? Yeah, yeah. I try oh, to yeah. fix it up. <laughs> it switches up. It's every other. It's not. I, I, I am here. I have not caught any Shadow Mewtwo from raids because I haven't been feeling super great this week, oh. but I'm starting to feel better. Team Rocket got to you. Possibly. Or allergies. <laughs> One or the other. Well, <laughs> allergies are a Team Rocket plot to yeah. stop people from going outside. Big, big They're Team the Rocket. They're the ones that planted the trees that don't give fruit. Absolutely. That, that, is city, that is the height of city planning, and we all know that city planning is a corporate-based shenanigans. And what was one of Giovanni's big things? Taking over corporations. It's all tied together. Find out next week if I've convinced Greg to go get Shadow Mewtwo no. after this episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Greg's here. I'm here. I saw a... Where was I? I was... Because now that it's nice outside again, I'm doing my daily incense because I'm actually walking outside again because I can instead of being like, I'm going to die out here. And I saw a shadow gym raid thing. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what that <laughs> is. And so I walked close enough to see that it was a shadow beldum and i'm like hard pass what <laughs> shadow that's like that's like I the mean, best that one, one could be shiny it, i i a i have shiny a, a lot of them all of them are, all of them are shiny <laughs> i got i got good ones two there's nothing people are like oh then it's great because you leave it shadow and no you don't leave it shadow because that is torturing the pokemon yeah. again you have to purify your Pokemon because Pokemon are your friends. I don't think Are you also against Mega Evolution then? I mean, I'm not overly fond of it. It's a it's a you could but strong okay. bond. Revert, strong they bond. revert back after Mega Evolution. <laughs> and Mega Evolution is actually at multiple points saying that it is your strong friend bond that allows Mega Evolution to happen. <laughs> Yes, because if you don't have a strong bond, then it's just painful and terrifying for them correct. to experience. Well, you better believe oh, I have correct. a strong bond. <laughs> So I naturally only have strong bonds with all of my Pokemon. As none of this, hey, just mega something because it's good for community, Steve. I put a lot of thought into how I treat my Pokemon. Hey, I'm mega. I eat my mega every day, even if I'm not against playing. their will. They need to get to three hearts eventually, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Crush those bones over and over until they get to three hearts. Well, we got uh, not. A terrible amount of news. There was news, but it's like news that there's that there's yeah. really nothing to talk about. <laughs> it's like yeah, these it's, things happen. We had a weird sort of lull of things, especially since they clearly broke raids beyond repair and they're never coming back. Yeah, well, there's there's raids in Scarlet and Violet that are still broken. Um, but I guess since we already mentioned Shadow Mewtwo, let's start off with the Pokemon Go stuff, which is the Shadow Mewtwo stuff. Uh, sounds like I was the only person that did Shadow Mewtwo, which is okay. Greg has an opportunity in two hours after the show is over. To do for I think I'm more likely to do it after the show than Greg. I have a lot of thoughts on Shadow Mewtwo, good and bad. Um, Shadow Mewtwo, according to Pokemon.com, was... Uh, here's the thing. Sometimes when you read Pokemon.com or PokemonGoLive.com and they try to explain a mechanic... It's not very good. They're very bad at no. explaining. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that they don't know. They're not good at sort of teaching people in a lot of these articles. Like they don't have 
the adult education background necessary to understand yeah, but how at you least need for to Pokemon Go, things. that's the main way they're telling people how this works. Yeah. I feel like the person who wrote, so I, maybe Pokemon gets a pass because they're not Niantic. So they were probably like faxed the, the, the bullet points. But I feel like I go back and I read the Niantic article and I'm like, I feel like the person who wrote this didn't actually play test it either. I think they just also got the bullet points. Somebody yeah. must have play tested it. Uh, here's the thing. I think the Mewtwo raids were really cool. So I, I did three. Okay, hold on. I said a good thing about Niantic. I think they're cool. Let me talk about all the bad things first. Number one, <laughs> I don't personally have a problem with raids that don't allow remote raid passes. But it works for elite raids because they have time stamps i i go at 11 i go at 2 i go at 5 the majority of my day yesterday was continuing to check campfire and then weighing the possibility of if it was worth driving 15 minutes it was like mm, okay well this one starts in 20 it'll take me 15 to get there but if there's traffic, I'm going to be late. And if I'm late, I'm going to miss the first group. But also, I've never been to this park before, so I don't know. So I would like check like Centennial Lakes because I know a lot of people play go there. Obviously, Mall of America because it's Mall of America. And most of the day, I was like, I don't think it's worth going because <laughs> I have no clue who's showing up. And then finally, can't you set up fireworks and be like, "Hey, you, you can't, you can't." Only set up once you're in a certain, you have to be close to it. I wish you could say like, <laughs> "I'm interested." I wish there was two different fireworks. Like, I'm in, I'm, I'm looking. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like maybe like a watch list on eBay. Like, hey, there's like five I mean, people watching chat. this raid. I think you can join the chat for a raid on campfire without being nearby. Who? is doing that nobody (laughs) is like i'm in campfire chat that you would take seriously yeah i mean like yes hannah is right you could use campfire this this will lead on to my 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 second story but like it's so frustrating even in a big city to 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 have this dilemma of i want to play pokemon go but i don't want it to be my entire saturday Like, if I'm going to... (laughs) Okay, another side story. When Greg... It was was me, Greg, Will, and Brooke, and we were doing Community Day. And I've never heard anyone say this before, but it was a great point. We did a raid together. I don't know. It was a Tapu Fini, right? The four of us did Tapu Fini. And then we walked around the park, and then we got to a pincer, or a mega pincer, right? It was mega pincer. And then we all went to jump in, and then Brooke was like... Oh, I have to pay a dollar? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, but I'm here in person. Why do I have to pay? Why do I have to pay a dollar? And I was like, that's kind of a good point. Yeah. (laughs) Because we're so used to remote raid passes. And uh, I think the three of us have a huge stack of in-person passes that we yeah. just never run into. Oh, yeah. I think I have like 79 left. It's unreal. Uh, like I will I do I, I will something. do bell sprouts because the 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 bag storage is more important <laughs> than the raid passes at this point. <laughs> I mean, I have a bunch of them and you get them, but it is also one of those things like 
I still feel like they've never really figured out how to do raids on community day well. Like they should just make raid you should get just in general get more free raid passes on community day. Especially since you've chunked it down to this set window on a set day and you want people out there and you want people to be going out and doing these things and getting together and you still really aren't rewarding that very well. And you have this huge opportunity to give people access to like, this is what raids are like and this is how raids work. And this is a time when you're going to have the best experience because there's a lot of people around you doing raids and you still only get one for free that day. I kind of think that's a good point too. Like, one extra lucky trade or like half stardust or why isn't it like two extra raid pass like in-person yeah. raid passes like that would be that's what raid days are for well when's that's the last time they did one of those <laughs> yeah uh, recently that was the that was the scyther evolution oh cleaver. yeah yeah yeah. cleaver cleaver anyways when i went to reggie drago and i went to reggie Eliki, there were 40 plus people to both and the the I used Discord the first time just to like pinpoint where <laughs> I need to go, but the to repeat that for Discord. to repeat that for Eliki, it was like okay, people people are showing up. I don't know. I, I unless you're already in a community, if you really wanted Mewtwo, one you probably had to live in a pretty big city, or it just it what it, what a hassle. It's just like it's not it's not like the worst thing in the world. It's just a hassle. It's just like weighing between do I want to go out and be disappointed that either no one showed up or not enough people or I drove all this time for one raid. If I went to Mall America and there were like five raids guaranteed, I'd be like done easy because that's what like a raid day is. Well, ra- well, technically there's like eight gyms at Mall America, but I don't I, to me it's. Like, I, there's no way Niantic's vision is like, we want our players to drive 15 minutes to get out of their car to do one raid to then drive 15 minutes to go home because there's nothing else to do after the raid. Like, there, yeah. there is still, like, <laughs> Niantic lives in some fantasy world sometimes. <laughs> well, my local community, and for the record, I do very much appreciate my local Discord community. Uh, it seems like they were able to get together pretty well. Um, they... It's not as active a community as it used to be, but it does seem like people were able to organize and get together for a good number of raids yesterday and maybe today too, though I haven't checked. It's just you have to be in a community like that because Discord is still way better at organizing that Mm -hmm. and having a a set community is still way better at organizing that than trying to go through a campfire or trying to go through a community that you don't know. But even with like raid days, at least if I know I'm going to go somewhere, I might miss like one or two but then I can follow the group and I can keep going with yeah. Mewtwo. I mean, with raid days, every single gym. Yeah. With Mewtwo, it was like I woke up and like I checked Mall America right away, which is now that I'm thinking about my day yesterday, I was like, I can't believe the first thing I did was check Campfire when I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> but like I woke up, I checked, I checked Campfire and it was like Mewtwo in 20 minutes at Mall America. And I was like, I mean, I can get there in 15 if I throw some pants on and go. But like. Now I'm at Mall of like once I'm done, I'm just going to drive back home (laughs) and like, am I going to drive back out again to do me? It's like the random sprinkles of Mewtwo in the city 
is not a like I, I saw on Twitter that, you know, people had raid trains and stuff. And that's really cool. But like, how you far did really you really lucky with the spawns? Yeah. Like you must have had like you must have been in a very densely populated area to to keep like moving in between or did did a lot of walking or there was like. Well, I remember when Ray Rayquaza first came out in Pokemon Go like six years ago. I remember like people would 40 people would get out of their car. I'll do it, get in their car, and then follow each other. And that was a nightmare as well. I didn't want to, like, drive behind another 40 cars and then try to figure out parking to get into a Rayquaza. I did it. <laughs> I well, did it. It's, it's, it's an experience I will always cherish. So besides, like, the hassle of getting into a Mewtwo, so finally, I, I was, like, at dinner, ate dinner, checked Mall of America, there was a Mewtwo in 20 minutes, and there was a Mewtwo in 30 minutes at Mall of America. And I was like, okay, we're going over that way anyways, because there's a Target over there. And I was like, okay, we were going to go to Target anyways. We'll hit up Mall of America first. I don't know if we'll make the 20-minute one, but at least we know. this Again, this is like the logic of Pokemon Go. At least we know the people that will be at the 20-minute one will then migrate to the 30-minute one. At, l at least those people will stick around. For the next Mewtwo. Unless they run out of raid passes and have yep. to pay the buck. That's, <laughs> that's true. So I, I get there. I'm like hustling. You can, you can now see how many people are like in it. Like they have the little like character count. And I saw like three little figures and then it jumped up to five. And I'm like trying to hustle. And of course my GPS isn't updating because we're in like the parking structure of Ball of America. There's like 18 people. There's two of us. There's like 10 seconds left. Still not close enough. And then the raid closes and we miss it, which is pre COVID. Yeah. That is that is the experience <laughs> that 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 is the true Niantic experience. Now, you could be one of two people. You can be the person that tries to figure out where the group is. Ask them to back out, which no, they're not going to. They're not going to. Or you can be the person that's like, mm, well, I just wasted, I have wasted all this time. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'll jump in. Uh, we'll see if any other people jump in. Lo and behold, we got up to 12 people. And now I'm thinking, oh, this is bad because now we're in this raid. The other raid of 20 just started. They're going to move on to the new Mewtwo. And then we're going to have the same and issue you're again. you're going to be behind. Because we're now behind. And it's going to take you longer because you have less people. Correct. hundred percent. So uh, we, we're doing the Mewtwo, 12 people, and it's feeling really good, right? It says, it says like Mewtwo enraged and everything's working well. And then the purified gems, which is like the start of this raid, I'm like, where are, this, where are the purified gems? Like, how am I supposed to like subdue it? The mechanic is cool enough where it only pops up when you need to use it. And then when it's like when Mewtwo is like chilled out, uh, it goes away. So you can't. So you're not wasting your purified gems, which is really great. So it popped up. I have three purified gems. I use one. Mewtwo has like the down arrows or whatever of like you're calming them down. He's calmed down for a bit. We're doing it. And in like 30 seconds, he's at like 50 percent health. I was like, oh, this is way easier than people are saying. And then we got to like the 40% and he like gets really mad again. He gets enraged again. And I'm like, well, I already used a gem. 
I'm not going to use another gem because the gem thing That's pops up. That's not how that works. <laughs> and I was like, other people can use gems, right? No one uses a gem. So in the like 40% to 25% health, we lose over like 100 seconds. It's possible people were using gems, but you have to use eight to, for them to do anything. Oh, okay. Well, we didn't have eight. Yeah. D definitely did not have eight. <laughs> Maybe the, the first round, it felt like every, somebody, people were using it. We lost so much time that I got to the point where we had like 30 seconds left and he had like 25% HP, which I think at 25%, he's no longer enraged anymore. Like the last 25%, I think they're, they're good to go. And we were able to do it, but just barely. And I was like, this is like, I'm, I'm like in my head, I'm like screaming, like, why is no one using their gems? But I do think it's like <laughs> a cool, I think it's really cool. It makes raids more interesting to the point of like, I had to pay attention to it. And I think that's a good thing. Do I think it's like perfect? No, because it relies on other people. But like, welcome to like Pokemon Unite and to like seven star raids and Surge. Yeah. Like, I, I if think you know how it works. You know that it has to rely on other people that yeah. I'm pretty sure. And like I said, I've been feeling bad this week, so I haven't actually gone out to test it. I'm pretty sure you can do five purified gems per user in the raid per person, but you have to have eight for it to actually do anything. So you have to have at least two people using all of their purified gems or one, pe one person using all of them and one person using three. You have to get to that eight mark for them to actually work. So it's not something you can do solo. It's so simple and clear. Right? And they tell you about this, obviously. <laughs> obviously. They spell it out. they are clear instructions. Uh, there's a couple of videos. I'm sure they did some ticky talks about it so that you can all quickly get to speed. No, what? No, that's not. Okay, thanks. I'm, I'm glad we almost failed it because I think it's sometimes in like seven star raids in Scarlet and Violet where people walk away and they're like, man, that was like the easiest. Intellion was so easy or Typhlosion was so easy. Yes, but it was because everyone knew what they were doing. Like when I'm in when I was in a Typhlosion raid when I was playing with Nintendo and everyone had bad counters and I'm like trying to watch like I was like now I realize why this raid is hard because no one has good things. And when I was doing it with like my Twitch chat, like everyone had such good counters that it felt buttery smooth, right? Like mm -hmm. it felt really good. So I'm kind of glad that raid was a bit of a disaster because then I, I, I had to pay attention to the mechanics and how it was working. And and the next raid we did, uh, we had 20 people um, and I didn't use any purified gems because everyone else was like so fast at it. Like like the button popped up to use it. And I was like, oh, like, I'll, I'll wait a second or two. And I did. And then all of a sudden the button went away because like Mewtwo was subdued. So it was like really cool. Like the, the second time didn't really feel it felt kind of like a normal T5 raid because every because out of the 20 people, somebody was throwing gems at it. And I also didn't know you get like more purified gems when you beat me, too. So that's cool, too. But you can only hold 10. So you should be using them. Oh, yeah. I think I think I have like five or six now. I started the day with three and I used a bunch, but I'm still at like a positive. So then we finished that raid. And then another Mewtwo pops in 45 minutes. And I'm like, well, we're at Mall of America. So uh, uh, do we leave or do we just wait out the 45 minutes? Again, Niantic's perfect vision of <laughs> walk in circles trainer. <laughs> 45 minutes? 
Like that is well, because an egg timer is forty five minutes, right? So while we were in that raid, that egg started. Yeah, like that's no, no. I'm not waiting around forty five minutes. You're not going to the Apple Store, anyways. If you're looking at you, you really could just make the timer that they're around for longer, rather than just have the egg timer. Oh, have the Mewtwo be up longer? Yeah. You can't spend 45 minutes in an Apple store. No, I didn't. I, I, I mean, I went to Panera. The- I got my sip club. I went to Apple. <laughs> we. <laughs> I think that the intent of the 45 minutes is for pe- for it to give people long enough to organize. Yeah, I think that's to what it's plan for. to go to that. And so that it prevents people from going to it before then. Yeah, but uh, so so the 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 final story is I no one was using campfire for this third Mewtwo. Nothing popped up. We've I'm we're, I'm sitting down waiting the last five minutes for it to pop. I can see that other Pokemon Go players are gathering. I go to jump in the first one because it says eighteen. Like as soon as it popped, it said like eighteen people. That one filled. So. One whole raid of 20 people fill. I go into the second one. Mine fills. And then the the person I'm with, they're in a third one. And that one fills. So no one is using campfire. I just want to stress this. <laughs> six over 60 people join this Mewtwo raid. It's it, And again, privilege to be at Mall of America. I, you know, to be fair, I've been at Mall of America with T5s that don't fill up. But people love Mewtwo. But that that that's what was impressive to me is that for as difficult as it was to even get to this point of finding three Mewtwo raids, that people are out there and they're they're doing it. The other like side note is in all three of my raids that I did, and again I don't know if this is because like Mewtwo brings out just Mewtwo's a very popular Pokemon, obviously. It's also the strongest Pokemon in Pokemon Go when it's a shadow. Out of the three raids I did, only two people in each raid were over level 40. I was like counting and I was like, this is insane to me that out of like 20 people in this raid, 20 people in this raid, that me and one other person are above level 40 and like 27, 29, 34, 30. And the only reason I paid attention to that is because the first time I was like, Okay, we have 12 people. And then I was like, oh, you're you're 19, you're 23, you're 30. I was like, I don't think we're going to be able to do this with 12 people. Like, geez, your levels are so low. <laughs> we did it. But that was kind of wild to me. Just like paying attention to levels and being like, I don't know. When, when, when you're in hardcore Pokemon communities, you just kind of take for granted. Everyone's been playing this game every day since day one and everyone's you know, level 50 and everyone has good counters and it's, it's, it's just not the case. That's my good and bad of Mewtwo. I, I liked the Mewtwo. I wanted to do more Mewtwo's. I wish it was easier to do more Mewtwo's. I would be willing <laughs> to give Niantic money to do more Mewtwo's, but. If it had been more of an actual raid day, it sounds like it would have been improved. I, I don't know. I don't know why it's like, we'll randomly sprinkle them throughout the day. Why don't you just make them appear? Like, hey, a bunch of Mewtwo's are at 11. A bunch of Mewtwo's are at 2. A bunch of Mewtwo's are at 5. What's the problem? (laughs) They want to take your entire day. We know this. 
I don't want to give them my money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you're talking. Now we're on the same page. <laughs> I know that like the joke is like Niantic hates money. They could have had as a limited money with remote raid passes. They limited remote raid passes. Their reasoning is they want people to go outside because that's their vision of the game. I get it. I respect it to a degree. I will. I, I am willing to drive to Mall of America or wherever and do 10 raids. You're only giving me one. Make, a, <laughs> make them all raids. I'll do them all. I mean, you are the ideal customer because I am not willing to drive to Mall of America to do one. But it's like that it's like a balance a of like, if you are going to make me play this game, I want I don't want my experience to be like driving from raid to raid. You want the experience to be doing the raids. Yeah, I like it. Like the great thing about Community Day is where we go to a park or we go to Mall of America. Where, like we know that that three hours we're going to get the full experience. And like even with a raid hour, like okay, we'll go to this park. Every every gym will be bravery, and we'll just keep doing bravery. And in between, we can catch coughing. Like that's an experience. My, my experience of like frequently checking campfire every 20 minutes <laughs> and then weighing in my head if it's worth driving out there is not the experience I want. <laughs> and I'm using your app now, I think. I'm using campfire. Campfire still has a lot of issues. It's there. It exists. <laughs> it helps in some cases. I think it's saying- better than nothing, maybe. I think saying it's there is probably the best review you can give it. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's better than nothing. I think that we can solidly say it's better than nothing. I've never gotten it to work, so (laughs) I'm not going to sign off on that. But to be fair, after the first few times when I'm like, this just doesn't do anything, I stopped. To be able to check Mall of America or certain parks I like, is is alone in itself a great feature and i think being able to check the gyms check which rates are where is what i use it for it's not the chat feature doesn't like the chat like self-destruct after like five minutes after the raid closes too yep which probably for the best honestly Oof. <laughs> that creates a whole nother set of problems. Yes. Because, boy, I hope it's not destroyed somewhere because paper trails are a thing you need sometimes because people aren't great. Mm-hmm. I, if it's anything like Niantic's other products, there's four people managing the community that aren't getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> They're just volunteers. Boy, 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 boy. Yeah. Oh, I got a lot of thoughts about that one. Anyway. Uh, speaking of more broken raids, Scarlet and Violet, you <laughs> <laughs> you would think that we would be talking about Delphox or Rillaboom by now. Maybe. Or even just Chestnut again. Or even just Chestnut. Or even just Chestnut again. But we're not, because what's not happening? Those special raids. They broke they broke their game hardcore. Something's wrong. Something's Something broke off. real bad. And they're like, just be quiet. Just don't say anything. And maybe they won't ask questions. I expected. So Chestnut was supposed to repeat on the 18th, 19th, 20th. That, that's when it broke. That's when they pulled it. 
and then the 20 this weekend came and went and still nothing no just silence again if we go back to the original weekend of 18th 19th 20th my thought process would have been oh this is more complicated than we think let's pull the raids Mm -hmm. remove great tusk and iron treads just put back chestnut because we've they've had raids where it's just here's a seven star there's no other bonuses they didn't do that. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe they need a little bit more time. 25th came around. Just nothing. No chestnut, no, chest no blissy, like literally nothing. So it's like, if Iron Treads and Great Tusk was the issue, cool. No one's, no one's like upset that they have to wait an extra two weeks for that. Just put the chestnut back. But it's not here. How broken they, is your game? They broke it. They broke it so <laughs> bad. It is so broken. I can't even fathom what they did to break to break their game so hard. And I only thing I can think of is this was the start of the DLC groundwork and it they're like scrambling to go backwards in time and undo undo everything and then go line by line to figure out where it went wrong because that this is this is such a roll it back but we can't go forward because we don't know what broke so we have to just roll it back and keep it frozen until we can figure it out and it's taking a lot longer because i'm wondering also if they're panicking about like if we roll it back are we going to corrupt people's data again because we don't really know what caused that the amount of panic that has to be going. I just want to be on the email chains that are like all caps at this point. We're going back to version two. There there was definitely a schedule because if you look at the Pokemon Home app, I know not a lot of people do. <laughs> there is a calendar in that app. And in that app, uh, for a hot second, uh, it showed that Delphox was next. Which is like not super mm. surprising. It was 50-50, Delphox or Rillaboom. And it showed like the two weeks that it was supposed to run, which was supposed to be starting on the 25th and then going until the 28th and then repeating. It was there for a hot second. Like one person screenshotted it. I don't know. Maybe they photoshopped it. But like what a what a weird <laughs> thing possible. to like yeah. fake and Photoshop when it's like <laughs> <laughs> well, for the last 12 weeks, we've just been doing raid, 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 raid. So then there's only two left, technically. I am just shocked uh, and a little bit relieved, actually, that we have a raid break. But I'm just shocked that, like, what seemed to be such a small issue of, like, oh, they're just dropping items that, like, they don't actually have. Like, and we're going on week, th- week and three of this. Mm hmm. And like maybe, may, again, maybe it's we're recording this on Sunday morning. Sunday night is usually when Pokemon news pops. Maybe this weekend things will be fixed, but it is just like, whoo. <laughs> yeah. And that's a compare it to Zelda. Uh, but man, Zelda has put out three updates in the two weeks it's been out. Maybe maybe an easier game to update since it's a single player experience. But yeah. I mean, generally, when there's not an online component, those are generally easier to fix because you're not having to worry about a lot of additional extra factors when you put more strain on a single cartridge. I know um, 
It took about two weeks for Pokemon to fix the duplication glitch. And then that was like, they fixed it halfway because if you already do. So how the duplication glitch worked in Scarlet and Violet is you duplicated like your Maridon. And then when you yep. went to like put your Maridon in your bag, you could like duplicate other things. And so when they fixed that after two weeks, if you still had the, they pretty much prevented you from duplicating your Maridon. But if you already had it, you could continue to duplicate. And that took another like two weeks to fix. And then there was duplication in Zelda. Nintendo, Game Freak, Pokemon Company, they don't like that. (laughs) They don't. Nintendo fixed the duplication in Zelda and it took them exactly two weeks to do that. Um, And then, of course, people found like another way to duplicate. It's not as efficient. I like I I didn't duplicate at all anyways, because I don't because when I get invited to the Zelda World Tournament, they're going to see that I have a clean yeah. record. Yep. But then when I saw people like, here's the new way to duplicate. I was like, man, that this seems like a hat. <laughs> like, just, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I mean, play the game. You spend your $70 on it. Play it how you want, I guess. But like, I don't know. At least in I Zelda. I sometimes wonder if it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, this takes longer, but I'm just doing it to prove that I can. The, uh, other than it that it gives me some sort of weird advantage because sometimes i people have walked me through like these are the glitch steps and i'm like there is no way i am doing all of that <laughs> there is just no i do not care enough when it gets past step three i'm out this is like a 17 step process and at some point you mess up one of those steps you risk erasing your game no thank you People are like, don't you want to duplicate the Master Ball? Like, what? The last time I used a Master Ball was in black and white against a (laughs) Hardier. Like, I ain't using that ever. If I want duplicate Master Balls, I'll just wonder trade and sword and shield. I'll get like 80 without even knowing it. Look, I have, again, I have no problem with uh, Game Freak taking their time to fix the hot mess that is Scarlet and Violet. But uh, I guess maybe it's a true blessing that the summer DLC, the summer camp DLC we're supposed to get is not actually coming out in summer. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they clearly need all the time. Very curious if it's just going to keep getting pushed back farther and farther and farther. If it's just going to be the very tail end of fall at this point. Well, I, we'll probably never know of, like, who's setting the schedule. I, we we all Janine. understand that there there is the cog in the machine that is Pokemon where like they have the, they have to line up with anime and TCG releases and the games and marketing and we, we under everyone understands that right this is I why. don't think they do there's so many people who do not seem to <laughs> understand people that. listening to this show understand <laughs> that. <laughs> And so it's very hard to delay any of those products because they're so reliant on each other. There is no like Zelda anime. Maybe right. There will be the where they're like, well, we can't delay Tears of the Kingdom another year. We have the anime is done. It's just sitting there I mean, collecting dust. So like, they, didn't they do one Zelda anime and it was atrocious? They did. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where Link it, is like, so, ooh, smooch him time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, I want to be optimistic in the worst way. I think if <laughs> I think if, okay, so I uh, he, hear me out, listener. If you're if you're if you're driving your car, pull over to the side of the road because I need you to envision this. You're at your nine to five, right? You have told your boss that th- that that 
you cannot get this project done in this time frame because it will be it will be dog water if you do and you need more time and they say no we got to do it anyways and and lo and behold the whole project is a hot mess you didn't hit the deadline you tried your hardest and you've proven your boss wrong in the worst possible way I hope that Scarlet and Violet is this to whoever makes the schedule, whether that's internal to Game Freak, whether that's the Pokemon company, whether that's Nintendo. I hope that they just go like, because I think at its core, Scarlet and Violet is, there's something there. There's like a really Mm -hmm. good gameplay loop. I think the economy is great. I think the Pokemon designs are absolutely fantastic. I think the characters are fantastic. I think the world is a little lackluster and empty. I think, but I do think some of the things they did were just fantastic. And I think at its core, it's there. Again, I just hope that like this game being as broken as it is, we, we need, we need, we need help. We need something. We need to make sure that generation 10 is as good as Mario Odyssey or Breath of the Wild or Tears of the, like we want, like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We want something. In the in the worst way that this hopefully this game shows like we need more time. I mean, the I don't know that time is the factor <laughs> um, again, because like we're like, oh, if they hadn't like we're almost at a year in the game and we'll see if a year out when the DLC comes, if they suddenly improve all the glitches and things looks mystically better. I I I don't know that. We can just point to they need more time. I think one thing we'll see with the next thing is what lessons did they learn and how do they reprioritize to make a better experience? Because time doesn't necessarily equate to being a better experience. I have been on thousands of projects where they get an extra three months and they drive it down such a weird path that ultimately you get a worse product because they had so much extra time and they got into this weird swirl of focusing on the wrong thing. Like at some point, things just need to be done. What we need for them to look at is we prioritized the wrong things. We budgeted the wrong way. We didn't do X, Y, Z, the right things. Because I, I don't think we can say if they had more time, it would be better. Like, we'll see if we get to the DLC because that had would have given them an extra year. And if suddenly all these things are gone because they fixed it in the DLC, then, yeah, we could say if they had an extra year and had done this work. But there's no guaranteeing that had they had the extra year not getting it in front of so many people and running into so many problems that they would have ever thought the problem existed at all. Like it is it is short sighted on multiple levels to say just give them more time when we have no clue really how long any of it had taken. Like they could have been planning this for 10 years. Like this is where this game is going to be and we're storyboarding and we're coming up with designs, but then we only have this time for production because this is where the budgets are. Like the machine to make these things is so incredibly complex that it's, it is unfair to them to say, have somebody else make it and give them more time because we don't know that any of that would ever make a difference. I look at like, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. And that's an incredibly small game compared to Scarlet yep. and Violet. Mm-hmm. And it's still, I think, 
the best Switch Pokemon game out there. I think it is all of the it, following animations, the mechanics, how like I think that game is gorgeous compared to Scarlet and Violet. I think it looks so good, but like it's missing a lot of features. Like there is no breeding, right? There is no like held items. Right. And that's fine. That's right. like that's not a complaint. It's just doesn't have it. But it just felt for their first game on Switch, like the PC anywhere. It, it like it just felt like because it wasn't this grand huge game. Yeah. Also, they already had the framework of Kanto. It felt like they could hyper focus in and make a great product. And I yep. kind of feel the same way about Legends Arceus. Yep. Where, again, it's not this huge... I mean, like, they, they sold it as, like, this semi-open world kind of thing. But it's, it's a really small game, honestly. It is. I, like, I look at my Legends playtime, and I'm like, wow, I, not even close to Let's Go, not even close to BDSP, not even close... Because, like, at a certain point in Legends, you're just like, well, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> like, um, yep. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, it... One thing we can always say when they limit the scope of a game, they can tighten what they do and polish what they have. When the game's focus shrinks, when you cut things out, you can spend more time on other things. And that is, again, one thing I don't think people have a lot of discussions about when they say, oh, give them more time. It's like, okay, what do you want them to cut, though? Because they have proven when they cut things, they do it better when they don't have to compensate for large scale stuff like they cut abilities they cut breeding i don't they know cut they cut stuff world. out of out of scarlet and violet and it's in pretty bad shape in those cases they cut out a whole lot of quality of life improvements they did um but like you still have some of the major ho time hogs like breeding outbreaks you know they still have 400 pokemon they still have open world and they replaced it with other large items which is a very different thing than you knew exactly what you're getting with let's go you've been to this reason a billion times they don't have to redesign the region they cut out abilities they cut out breeding they cut out that they cut out standards they cut out a lot of things for those games and they're great they cut out multiplayer in legends of arcus and you'd never see it there's no competitive there's no huge there's no real after game so they could really focus on what they wanted to present. And I think it is a interesting conversation for people to have with themselves of what would you like them to cut out to make? What do you think is core and essential that you'd want them to focus on? And what would you want them to cut out and leave behind to get a better product? Knowing that most likely the one thing that they will probably never be able to change is the amount of time they have to get a product out. Like there are too many parts of that moving train to ever say they're going to magically get another year. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's another year. I, I don't know if it's external help. We saw Ilka's capabilities. <laughs> um, I don't know what it is. I think the easy thing is to say, give them more time. I think the other easy thing to say is like hire more people. But. Yes, in 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 real world scenarios, I would I would say like when I had a nine to five job, it became more efficient when we actually lost people because then there was less people that we had to like go through to get wait for approval and stuff. And like what Greg said with the time 
I'm I I I don't know which what needs to be done, but Iron Treads and <laughs> Great Tusk <laughs> are not the first issues of these games. I would like to assume that the people working on Pokemon they enjoy it, they love it, they don't want to put out a bad game. And there's a lot of bad games that have come out, like Cyberpunk also came out incredibly broken. Yeah. No Man's Sky came out incredibly broken. That new Gollum game is is I've never had so much fun reading <laughs> reviews for a video game I was never going to play until I read the reviews for Gollum. I mean, I was also say this. You don't have to enjoy it to still want to put out a but good product. I've worked on a lot of things where I'm like, this is not enjoyable, but I still need to put out a good product. Like their enjoyment of it is a benefit and a feature. <laughs> like everybody wants to put out a good product. Like they you you will I one thing I always tell people you'll be much happier if you assume that everybody is trying their best, right? People aren't walking into work. They aren't walking into your lives to be like, I'm here to actively make you miserable. And if there is a person that is like that, cut them out of your life. But they are very, very rare. And you will get along better and more understanding with people, particularly in work situations where they've asked you the same question 14 times. Like, OK, there is something at play here, but they are still trying to do their best. So I'm not going to get mad that this is the 14th time they've asked it. I'm going to perhaps come up with a different way to answer it, because maybe the 14 times I answer it doesn't make sense, right? Like, maybe I'm not communicating well. Like, you will be better off assuming that they are trying to do their best instead of assuming they're trying to rip you off. These things, particularly game design, is incredibly complicated. I I'm getting prepped to do do another Kickstarter and the amount of I forget how complicated these things get very, very right, you quickly. You just hit the you just hit the go live button on Kickstarter. Don't think about People anything like, else. Where's the link? I'm like, I haven't even been approved. I've already I did something with Kickstarter before and I still have to go through an entire approval process just to be able to do a second one. And they're already mad at me because even though I put the date out like 12 days from when i submitted it they're like well we were really like eight business days i'm like well you have that <laughs> easily but okay cool like these things don't like these things can rapidly get out of hand and they're way more complicated than people often think and it gets even more complicated when you have to assume like just because Nintendo makes a lot of money, do not assume that they have an unlimited budget because unlimited budgets don't exist. Right. Like they have right. to the internet consider... told me every time they sell a Piplup plush game freak gets an extra day to finish their game. Oh, true. I forgot that rule. It's written into their contract. But like also, it's not like at the start of the project, it's not like three years ago. Game Freak said, okay, here's $10 million, make Scarlet and Violet. N no, it's like, okay, you're at the start of the project. Here's the first $2 million. And if you do it well, you'll get the next $2 million. And if you don't, we're killing the project, right? Like, you don't just get a lump sum of money. You there, get that there dished was, out to you when you hit. There was a year where there was no Pokemon game. Yep. And it ironically would have been the year of Pokemon Z. 
and it just <laughs> not there. No game, nothing. I mean, you have to look deep into the actual like the sausage getting made. Well, it, you know, is a is a very complicated process, and it's not as simple as people want it to be. That said, like. I would love to talk about what their prioritizations look like, what they how they lay out their schedule, what their planning looks like. But most importantly, I really would love to talk to them about their QA process. Like, how do you QA these things? How many people do you bring in? What are you doing? What does that look like? Because I think that's again, I've said it before, where I think most companies fall down is during QA. I learned recently that one of my friends' friends' twins was QA for was a game tester for the new uh, Zelda game, and clearly that went through a whole lot of it. They were doing it for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. I thought I read an article that they finished the game a year ago, but the last twelve months was just polish. Like they were, n- yeah. we're adding nothing else. It's done. That sounds about right. We are just making yeah. sure that. Everything is working. And it's crazy the way that game works uh, on an unreal scale. But also, even then, there are things that happen, right? Like, they spent a year, and there are still things that break. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like... I've I've definitely (laughs) been like, oh, that's not supposed to happen. (laughs) Right. Like, even then, it's, you know, even with a game that they made sure absolutely went through a full vetted process, you know... A hundred eyes is different than a million eyes. There are just too many moving pieces. I sometimes think that Pokemon players don't branch out and play other games. Like, I I played Apex Legends for the first time in, like, two months. The game's, like, five years old. And, like, my first match, I was just like, oh, this is is broken. Like... (laughs) <laughs> I, can't, I can't I can't see my character right now. Like what what is happening? <laughs> like what is happening? Oh, all the shadows are just gone. I guess I guess the sun isn't out anymore for some reason. I I totally understand that games are super complicated. I think I think for for a person that doesn't understand that, they just want to buy a Pokemon game and for it to be a good Pokemon game. And unfortunately, with Scarlet and Violet, it's just not that. It's just not at that level. It's just there's just something that is constantly wrong all the time (laughs) and i just hope or wish there will be like a big enough update to fix it but i i don't think that's happening i think like when dlc arrives maybe dlc will alleviate or fix some stuff but i'm more expecting dlc to be wholly new content but there's there was the the 1.3.1 that came out and people were like, I hope this fixes some stuff. And it was like, no, this update was not planned. This update was just to fix a ladder issue yeah. for Japanese and Korean players. I don't think you're either of those. But uh, like this was an emergency push update that they happened to fix. They fixed that faster than Iron Treads and Great Tusk. And it was cool. It was it was nice to see them fix an issue so quickly. <laughs> Maybe in six months we can be like, the game is running Great. <laughs> Perfect. Well, let's run to a break and then we just have a couple of really small news articles. Um, so we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. 
Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like passing a note in class and having the teacher read it out loud. Look, we know you were trying to tell your friend that you did purify your Shadow Mewtwo, but we don't want the whole class to know that. Internet service providers know every single website you visit, and ISPs can sell this information to ad companies and other tech giants and all that stuff. But ExpressVPN reroutes your network through a secure encrypted tunnel so ISPs cannot see or sell your online activity. Super easy to use. You can fire it up with the app and click one button and you are good to go. And ExpressVPN is rated number one by both CNET and TechRadar. One of my favorite things about ExpressVPN is it works not only on your computer, but your phone. You can have ExpressVPN when you're going anywhere, especially if you like to travel and you're in the airport. It's nice to have. Protect your online privacy by visiting expressvpn.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t today. That's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n dot com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t and you can get an extra three months free expressvpn.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t if you can't remember that the link is in the show notes This podcast is brought to you by Brilliant. Brilliant Brilliant.org is the best way to learn math and computer science and computers all interactively. Things with computers. You can learn them. Brilliant has thousands of lessons from foundational and advanced math to AI, data science, neural networks, and more. There are new lessons added monthly. I've used Brilliant in the past because I was someone who actually liked doing math in school. I like coming to a concrete answer there. So when I felt like I wasn't having enough of a concrete answer in different things in my life, say at the beginning of the pandemic, I subscribed to Brilliant and was able to just solve a fun little math or physics problem every day. And I don't know, I had fun, I enjoyed it, and I felt like I was renewing skills that may be applicable to jobs in the future. So I would say Brilliant is an enjoyable experience. Well, if you want to do math and learn intuitively at brilliant.org slash pkmncast, that is our special link. Give it a shot. See if you like it. Try everything that they have to offer. Learn math, learn about computers, do all sorts of things. You know, learning new skills is great. So go to brilliant.org slash pkmncast to start your 30-day free trial. And the first 200 people will get 20% off their annual subscription. And we are back from our break. Got some some sad news. I am devastated. This is off GoNintendo.com. Pokemon shirts by Original Stitch are closing up shop on June 12th. Original Stitch brand has been offering Pokemon shirts for quite some time now. Matter of fact, a new series of designs was just added this month. Uh, Unfortunately, that is the last offering from the brand. Original Stitch has mentioned the Pokemon shirts brand is coming to an end on June 12th. This is due to Original Stitch itself shutting down. The Pokemon company, or sorry, (laughs) not the Pokemon, the company, Original Stitch, has apologized for sharing the news on such a short notice, but at least you have a few weeks to lock in your order. I mean, that that's pretty that's pretty much it. They yeah. they, they did make like regular dress shirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. And all the Pokemon designs are so good. 
It's very sad. I mean, I got what I want. I got my two shirts. I'm happy with my two shirts. I wanted so many more. I have I not could do have more. the funds. <laughs> I have one. I got one as a graduation present. I really wanted to get more, and I'm not sure I'm going to be able to. Here's a question for both. Did you ever look at the Licky Licky shirt? Yes. It's also yep. in Pokemon Go, right? No, the Lick a Tongue shirt is the one in Pokemon yeah, Go. Yeah, I know the Lick a Tongue shirt. The you can't look at any is. of the shirts right now. As of, as of this recording, the website is down due to high traffic. Oh, really? I'm on it right now. Oh, it's telling me to try again in an hour. Greg, you're taking all the bandwidth over there. I am. I'm hiding all the bandwidth. <laughs> I'm looking at all the shirts. Uh, None of you can screenshot. do anything else. Yeah, it says, we apologize for the inconvenience. Our website has experienced high levels of traffic, causing it un- uh, unavailable. We are overwhelmed at the response we are receiving from our announcement of service termination. We appreciate your engagement. <laughs> if you are still This is waiting. so sad. I mean, this is typical. Though. I this thought the internet I told me that the Pokemon, you slap Pokemon at anything and it will always be successful. What's happening here? They also had they one piece. They were very expensive shirts. They were very expensive. I mean... I mean, they were appropriately expensive they shirts. Were, they were the right price for... I will say, they're the right price for the quality you were getting. Yeah, they were appropriately expensive shirts, but they were still expensive. Yeah. yeah. They are the shirts you probably should be wearing to a wedding, not the like $13 one you got from Kohl's that will fall apart in like two wash cycles. And we'll always yeah, but look I only pay thirteen bucks for it. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Thirteen dollars a wedding <laughs> versus a hundred plus. A hundred plus. Yeah, that will probably last you for. I mean, for as long as you take care of it forever. As long as you take care yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. You, you hit. You hit it with that dry cleaning. I'm not paying for dry cleaning. Dry cleaning's so cheap. It's like six dollars a shirt. Yeah, or I that's can go half downstairs. the cost of the coal shirt. I can go downstairs and just wash it for free and read the instruction labels and do a good job. <laughs> like, I, you, you are downplaying the magic that is dry cleaning. There is nothing that there's like two things great in life. Number one, using a Q-tip to get the water out of your ears. I don't care. I don't even want to hear it. YouTube comments. Mm. If they're going to be like, you're not supposed to use Q-tips. No, it feels great. I love it. It is my favorite thing to do after a shower is to dry my ears like with a, with a Q-tip. Love it. Absolutely. Number two is putting on a dry, clean shirt. It feels incredible. Nothing beats a dry, clean shirt. Now, if you shower, use the Q-tips, put on a dry, clean shirt, there's no way you could have a bad day. Your use of Q-tips is rendering me speechless. <laughs> if you don't dig in there, I'm not, what's the point what? of living? Look, I trust myself to appropriately wash a shirt. I've yet to find a dry cleaner that I trust with my precious cargo. Dry cleaning's great. You gotta find a good dry cleaner, where though. It's at, though. You got you, that's that's like another thing. Like finding a dr- good dry cleaner is like finding a coffee shop that remembers if your, your order. If your shirt does not say dry clean only, learn how to wash your clothes properly. I'm with Greg on this one. I, I mean, unless you just have the money and don't have the time. Right. You can send out to a laundry service to like I guess, I don't know, but like if it doesn't say dry clean only, you can take care of it yourself. Just, <laughs> just no one's saying you it. can't. You can make coffee at home too, but sometimes you want to go out to Starbucks. Yeah, but the difference about going out to Starbucks is they have paid 
to have a stock full of things that I'm not paying extra money to have that all in my house. Yeah, I'm I'm all I'm washing, I'm getting the stains out, and I'm getting like iron pressed. That's like multiple things that are happening, Greg. They're putting the lines in my pants. Oh God, I hate that look so much. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> the worst thing are people who iron crisp lines in their jeans. You no, no, not the jeans. Be, I'm talking about. You need to be locked <laughs> who's, who's up. No one's dry cleaning jeans. Oh. You have no clue. You got to put people your jeans in the in, in the ocean. They need to wash. be jailed. Some people put their jeans in the freezer. Those people also need to be jailed. I tried that yeah, once. Those it didn't people work. People don't know how germs work. I will say the freezer did make it smell like pizza rolls and ice. <laughs> don't have that baking soda to absorb all the smells. So what it are we talking about? Clothes. Oh, we were talking about original, original stitch. stitch. I'm original really going to miss it. I'm still I, I on their really website. It works for me. I'm hogging on the bed with. Hannah, what are the like the the two shirts you would get if the website comes back up for everyone that's not Greg? I haven't looked at the designs in a while. <laughs> I have a horsey one. I have a horsey one because horsey was my first Pokemon card, and it doesn't fit right. Mm-hmm. We and I was hoping to this. maybe recreate it. Yeah, Greg and I were talking about this. Doesn't you put in all your measurements, but they didn't listen to all my measurements because they apparently, yeah. according to Greg, don't customize it. They In customize the very specific aspects of it, but generally it is not going to be the fit around the chest and the fit around the stomach. Those seem to be not customizable. They tend to really only be able to do the collar size and sleeve length. The yeah. rest is really, they really go by fashion and industry standards which is a way that you know obviously it is easier for them to save money that way because they have a wider variety like they're putting the pieces together to make them they're not spoiler they're not like cutting each shirt to order because that would be way more expensive like they do have patterns so they do have set things and they're piecing them together um but in general they are not as customizable as people Want to yeah, I mean, as a as an average height or also considered short female person, um, they got the sleeves the right length. It was great. Yep. I've never had a uh, button up shirt where the sleeves were actually the right length and weren't too long. But I couldn't button it up all the way. The torso is just not the yep. right size, and I don't know whether it's because I chose the woman's measurements, and so they were going off of Japanese base models, and that just didn't work out for me. But yeah, you really like you really have to dig into their website also to look at their size charts to determine how close their size charts as they listed are to what you want because they are different. They do they're a little bit different than a lot of what's happening in America, which is a lot of vanity sizing, so you really sort of have to know your own measurements and really pay attention to their size chart and understand that they're not going to vary too greatly on shoulder, chest, and stomach. Those are pretty much going to be set, and they're going to really do your sleeve length and your neck, and those are the things you have the most control over. I, I measured the same day that I ordered, and I still didn't quite get it right. Yeah. So I was really hoping to have another opportunity, which might not happen. I mean, technically, you you do you have like fourteen days. To spend. I don't know if I have the money for that right now. Yeah, I think uh, I think a big worry for some people was I don't want to spend a hundred dollars on a shirt and then it not fit. 
Yeah. Um, and there is some yeah. tailoring you can do. Uh, you can you can always make it smaller. You can't necessarily make it bigger. Um, so if your sleeves are too long, that's an easy fix. If your sleeves yeah. are too short, that's not an easy <laughs> fix. <laughs> I mean, the thing that I would suggest is if you're going to make the investment and you're worried about it being too small, go a little bit bigger because you can take it to a tailor and the tailors can customize it from there. Like, you can't add, but you can still take away. <laughs> like, there are still ways to undo it and make it a little bit better. But uh, really, you do need to dig into their size chart to understand. And it's going to be very different. You need to pay a lot more attention if you're going to do a dress shirt than if you do with any of their casual things. Because the casual cuts are meant to be looser. They're meant to be less fitted. If you're going to do a dress shirt long sleeve, you absolutely have to uh, pay attention to the size. I was I was telling people back when I think Johto came out where it kind of, where I felt like original stitch was like really popular around the time they already had all of Kanto and then Johto came out. I was just telling people like, hey, if you want to get a hundred dollar shirt, just walk into a men's warehouse. Does it matter? male female non-binary just walk into a men's warehouse they're in like every single mall and just say hey mm -hmm. can i get measurements they'll do your neck they'll do your shoulders they'll do your yep. arm length you write them down and you walk out like they do that stuff for free uh, unless yep. some reason men's warehouse recently changed but they i've never had a situation where they're not like do you need free measurements like yeah cool my yeah you can do that most department stores that sell business clothes will also do that for you for th for free the issue that I think people are facing right now is due to COVID, they feel that they don't have to hire full staff anymore. So you may not be able to find people in those sections uh, who are able to do it. And that also goes for Men's Warehouse. There sometimes are now only one person who's trying to work the entire store um, and they may not have time to do it right then and there but like you can go get yourself measures you can also do it yourself there are handy things to do it that are very cheap i have this wonderful device that forms a loop and then you just hit a button and it tightens up and it will give you a measurement like you can buy them through amazon yourself they're cheap this cost me like six bucks and you then as i change size and shape i have a thing that allows me to measure I, it sucks to see them closing down. I, I believe they're a Japanese-based company. You would think the partnerships with Pokemon or One Piece or whatever, maybe they couldn't get any more after that. I don't know. But also... You I mean, they had just started remaking all of their Kanto designs. Mm -hmm. yep. So yeah, I was I just kind of expecting this to keep going. Right, yeah. I kind of expected the... They're, well, they're obviously... I shouldn't say obviously, but it's it's too... To assume that they're not making as much money off the Pokemon shirts because Pokemon Company wants their cut. But also, like, you are making high quality shirts that people will buy and hopefully keep for the rest of their lives. So they probably don't have to keep buying more white or black dress shirts because they buy like three of them and they'll never have to ideally never have to buy another one. So I don't know. Maybe they ran into their own problem of like selling their customers really nice stuff and then the customers were like i don't i don't need any more 
If I had a thousand dollars to spend on business clothes, I would spend so much, oh, yeah. so much of it at Original Stitch on these Pokemon shirts. Yeah, the, but, I, I have a couple, and they're they're super nice. They're very very yeah, nice. I mean, I, yeah. I, I both of mine I love. Um, I, mean, I love one, mine, even though it doesn't fit right. Yeah, I still got to customize it, so it looks super cool. Yeah, and you can like. Even if you can't button it, you can still wear it. Like you can put a t-shirt underneath and wear it over the top. Like there's layering options. They're, they're still usable, but you do sort of need to pay attention to a lot of things. I, you know, I have my Rosalia shirt that I bought when I was a larger size that, you know, I'm fine with it. I bought the Roserade shirt that I bought at my smaller size. Um, but I love both of them. They both fit well. Um, again, I think it, the tough thing is they were really hoping and banking on people liking the quality of their shirts that they would swap over and get more of their other dress shirts. And I, I just don't know that that crossover ever really happened in the volume that they needed. Plus, it, like the shirts, if you look at the website, the shirts were getting more expensive. They went from $100. Now they're $120. And that's before shipping and everything else. Um, so I think like... As things get more expensive and it gets harder to just get things out, that the product they'll price themselves out of being able to have a customer base. So they're most likely just shutting it down and saying, you know, we see the direction of where things are going, and that's just not sustainable. Maybe in the next two weeks, the Pokemon company will will buy them out and continue. They bought they they I bought they bought TCG the designs- factories. Yeah, I do hope that the designs kind of carry over somewhere because they're really, really good designs that aren't just the Pokemon being slapped onto the shirt. Yeah. Well, there's a couple. Of I that. love the designs. There, there's a couple. <laughs> there's but... a couple. I'm always curious. <laughs> Most of like, them aren't. I mean, I want to know like who they were using to make these designs because they're all original designs of theirs. So they had to have like a number of artists that they were using either in-house or contracting to to make these designs and that in of itself like getting fabric made with a very specific print is a very big upfront expense that you are trusting people will pay for later well the kanto ones all sold out yep and then the johto mm-hmm. ones mostly sold out i and i know there were hoans ones i mean we made we made it all the way to Sinnoh. Yeah. And so uh, yeah. uh, once again, Unova fans screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm crushed that I'll never get a Baxcalibur shirt or a Tinkaton shirt. Thank goodness for the Zarud movie. Otherwise, we would never never got that cram shirt. <laughs> <laughs> True. Get through it. Not a lot to say here. Just some bullet points. Uh, Umbreon is now available in Pokemon Unite. Yep. Uh, has... Um, the ability inner focus when Umbreon would be shoved, thrown, or left unable to attack, the effect is negated for a short time. Umbreon also becomes immune to hindrances, and its defense and special defense are increased. This ability goes on a cooldown. Um, as an Eevee, it knows swift and fake tears. It can get mean look, foul play, wish, snarl, unite move, moonlight prance. It will continue to recover HP when not in combat. It will leap up and absorb the shields of opposing Pokemon, taking it for itself. It will land and deal damage to Pokemon in the area for a short time when the opposing Pokemon 
uh, in the area of effect is granted a shield. Umbreon will absorb. You just said this, Pokemon. You repeated it. You steal the shields. We get it. Yeah, it's so good to steal the shields of Blastoise. Because <laughs> Blastoise Unite move gives it this huge shield, and then you let that happen, and then Umbreon jumps in and yoinks it away, and you're like, yes. This it does say awesome. here, strong against Blastoise, weak yeah. against Mew. Yeah. Uh, one of the interesting things is I think people didn't expect that its inner focus ability is a bit like it gets a built-in score shield. So if that bubble is up and you're scoring and something comes to interrupt you, it has to break that shield first before it can interrupt your scoring. So... I think what people are beginning to be surprised by Umbreon is if it's scoring, it takes a bit for it to be interrupted, um, which is making uh, the stacking items really good on Umbreon. Here to say Umbreon is not overpowered. There's nothing about it that has seemed to have broken the games. Um, it's probably maybe a little underpowered compared to like where Lapras came in, but it is still a very solid choice. Um, and they're running the EV only event map right yeah. now, um, which has a weird mechanic of where you just stop and do an appeal move, which is just you running around generating hearts. And if your side does more appeals, you get to score faster. So you have to like balance between stopping and doing nothing and just running around giving off hearts as things are coming to try to kill you. It's a, it's a fun map. It's a nice little addition to just change up the gameplay uh, while we wait for Leafeon to come in. Yeah, Leafeon should be less than two weeks of this recording. Yep. And then everyone's ever. So we have Umbreon, we have Leafeon, and then Inteleon, everyone else's favorite Eevee. Makes sense. Yep. I'll end in E-O-N. <laughs> mm -hmm. actually, I, don't think, I don't know how to spell Inteleon, actually. Um, it is E-O-N. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Soft Pokey Beach Obsidian Obsidian Flames officially revealed, which is the next set, which is uh boy, they they love pumping these out. So uh Paldea Evolved, which is the current set. I believe that set officially releases on June 9th. Uh, but if you've gone to like a pre-release or one of those build and battle boxes, I think those events have already started. So you should be seeing cards out there in the wild. Um, Obsidian Flames will come out on August 11th, which I think is the week after Worlds. Nope, it mm -hmm. is the week of Worlds. I know, yeah, it's the week of Worlds. Uh, this set will include Charizard EX Darkness type, Tyranitar EX Lightning type, uh, Ice Q EX, Vespaquen EX, uh, these type-shifted Terra Pokemon EX will still use the same energy as their regular types, but will have a different weakness corresponding to their shifted types. For example, Charizard EX will be a Darkness card. Fun fact, it's not called Dark Type, it's called Darkness Type in the TCG. Uh, with Fire Attack costs and a Grass-type weakness, Darkness are weak to Grass because Grass in the game represents Bug. That's uh, <laughs> we cannot go down this rabbit hole of if you don't understand the, the, the type weakness stuff in the TCG makes sense. If you play it, if you don't play it, you're like, why is this week to the it, it all makes sense. I promise you after the disaster that was dragon type and fairy type, 
which they removed <laughs> both. This is better. I promise you. I have a question about these EX cards. Okay. Because I'm looking at Poke Beach and like Tyranitar EX suddenly uses electric energy. So the the ones they're showing there. So so on Poke Beach they're showing Oh, a, I see. They're showing a dark Charizard and a electric Tyranitar. So people are saying that those were Delta cards that okay. came out like 15 years ago or whatever. They're saying that these two new cards uh, are are to represent the old Delta cards. They're like an homage. An homage? Um, um, homage? An homage, um, yes. yes. So, word of the is day. It the assumption that they'll have a different weakness, but will still use like fire energy to power their moves. Is that what they're assuming the EX thing, the terror type is going to do? Yeah, so Charizard okay. will still use fire energy, but it will be the darkness terror type. Okay. We'll have uh, the little, this, uh, is this the set that has the, the Charmander that everybody's going crazy yes. for on the internet? Yeah. Yes, this is the set with the very angry Charmander wanting to eat the Pidgey. It's a very good card. <laughs> this reminds me of my childhood cat <laughs> who used to do this exact same thing. Without so, the fire. <laughs> without being a lizard uh so obsidian flames will have 190 cards 15 ex 6 terra ex 12 illustration rares 6 special illustration rares and supporter 12 ultra rare full art etched cards and supporters 15 trainers and three hyper rare gold etched cards the elite trainer boxes will feature the charmander card so it shouldn't be like a really hard card to get. It's just coming in ETBs. And then the Pokemon Center version will have the extra stamped version of the bonus bonus card that you get from Pokemon Center. Um, so those are actually available for pre-order on Pokemon Center as of this recording. I don't think they're sold out. Um, but I also don't think we've gotten a U.S. announcement for the 151 set that is supposed to come out too um but that they're showing more of that in japan but i guess we'll talk about that when the u.s gets closer to getting that bonus set i did not copy and paste this in the show notes but uh there is a update coming to masters i don't need to put in the show notes because greg will tell you about what's coming to masters there's a time space distortion and trainers from the Hisui region are mystically appearing on Paizo. So I get to I get to smooch the historical hotties and I'm very excited about it. Did they say which characters are coming? No, they haven't said. They nope. just said they just showed Don and. Oh, what is his name? Aldama, Ald, Ald, Admin. No, they showed Don and who's the male protagonist from Sinnoh? Ethan? No, not Ethan. Their names are different. No, Ethan's their names gold are... and silver. Ethan's oh. gold and silver. Okay. I'm bad at names. Uh, Brandon? No, Brand- Brandon's no. Hoenn. No. Yeah, that's Hoenn. <laughs> what is his name? Don and... Shoot. Derek. Dustin. No. No. Patrick. No and no. Lucas! Uh, ah, yes. Lucas. How Lucas. could we they forget Lucas? In... They have different names in Legends, though. Yeah. Hikari uh, and some. Yeah, is but in 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 the trailer, they show Don and Lucas from present day Sinnoh 
being all shocked that this giant warp bubble is forming. Is it and not that's just pretty be much the all two, the thing shows. The Adamant and what's the other girl's name? Iria, Irida. Yeah, Irida. Is it not just? It's, it has to be those two. Right? Yeah, it's probably the, those two. The the good thing would be. be um, what's Ingo. his name? No, Ingo's already in the game, so I doubt that they would. Yeah, do but I want. But it would be so Ingo. good. I want. I want busted up Ingo in the game to I mean, have I all the interactions imagine... with the other characters, so we <laughs> can see his brother again. Probably do a Sino suit or a special suit busted up Ingo. That would right? be. Like that, that would probably be the best that comes out of happen. that. Oh, you uh, were probably going to say Vol Vol Volvo, right? Volo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the car <laughs> <laughs> they're putting uh, a whole sedan in the game <laughs> yeah, they're, a, they're really branching out with the with the extra um <laughs> they really saw all the car building and tears yeah. of the kingdom and we're like we need these are cars. brand we need vehicles in our game too uh so most likely it's gonna be adam and Irida, and it might be Bolo. The thing is, is that this also feels like gem bait, given that we are coming up on the anniversary. So this could be their gem bait pre-anniversary big release, because we do not know what they're doing for the anniversary yet. If if they do Volo, is it not Garatina or is Garatina already? Garatina is already in the game with (laughs) uh, Cygna suit. Cynthia. Oh, really? There's a Garrett yeah. and Cynthia? When did that it's happen? It's a great Cynthia. What yeah, happened what you... over a year ago? A while ago. I must and have missed a, it. Is... I logged in for that one. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> um, I mean, technically there are two Garrettinas. Oh, yeah. I mean, technically there's... Garrett, there, does uh, Cynthia have the centipede or the legs? There are two centipede. hoes in the game. I think. No, yeah, there. Well, there's like six stars yeah. in the game. and Monty has a ho. But one of them's shiny, right? Yeah, Monty's yeah. is shiny. But still, like they are not limiting. They aren't <laughs> limiting the amount of ho's, so they're not going to limit the amount of <laughs> that ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ever since Go, it's been nothing but ho's. Um, yeah, just look up Cygnus Cynthia. Uh, I think it's is it spooky. Spooky. It spooky. <laughs> It's. I don't think it's that. It mysterious. I don't remember. What it's I remember okay, so I'm seeing. I'm seeing her with uh, Como. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. There's the Como one, and then there is the Renegade. Is what it's called. Renegade. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Which is it's a great outfit. Yeah. It I is. I don't have this pair, and they're running it right now. It's funny because as they're announcing the Hisuian ones, they brought back the ability to get this outfit from Cynthia. So this is a banner right now. You can get the Renegade form. <sighs> but why well, I want to get the Tapus as well. I know, and the Tapus are really good. But I'm saving up my gems. I'm not falling for any of this bait right now. So much bait. Because they'll bring the tapus, but they bring them all back. So uh, it's all good. Uh, Masters is 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 fun. Uh, we got so distracted with the bugs in Scarlet and Violet. Uh, there is an official release date here for Pokemon Home. There's not really much to say because they just said, here's the date. And then they said nothing else. Um, they said it could take up to six hours. 
Yeah, for, for the true. update to happen. That's true. They did say that it's a slow rollout, but that's not. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's not new to Pokemon Home. That's the how that's been for every version. I mean, they're but. starting maintenance tomorrow. They're starting mm-hmm. maintenance at six p.m. Pacific time, uh, which means that five p.m. Pacific time. Oh, sorry, five p.m. Pacific time, which means that anywhere between. Two and minutes. And when we say tomorrow, we mean today, the day that this episode <laughs> comes, this out. comes out. Anywhere between two minutes to six plus hours that yeah. Pokemon Home will be down. Um, oh, wait. No, it wasn't six hours. It would be 24 plus six hours. 24 plus six? Yeah, they said it's yeah, going to be down. It could take for- up to 30 hours. They I'm- said it would be down from 5 p.m. on the 29th until potentially 11 p.m. on the 30th. Oh, so they are giving themselves extra time. Because I want to say last time for 2.0, they said up to six hours. And then it actually took, I think, eight hours, which is whatever. I mean, like they're updating a server. It's fine. I don't think we've waited this long, right? (laughs) (laughs) And we know when it is now. And we don't know why they said the other dates before, but it's happening. I guarantee it was the other <laughs> date, and then the then and then the raid bug happened, and they went into panic mode, and were I'm like, "Don't convinced. release it." Maybe, maybe if it. I mean, the raid bug is seeming to be bigger than we thought it was. Yeah, I'm sure they ruled out that it was the code they put in for home, and were like, "Okay, well that's not it, so you can go ahead with home. We need to work on what it actually is." I mean, they, you don't really update Scarlet and Violet for home. You update home right. for the, home. Which, this, this actually begs the question is, if you don't... So Pokemon Home is its own update, right? And the reason that that's obvious is because you don't need to have Scarlet... You don't need to own Scarlet and Violet for, <laughs> for home to update and for you to use 3.0, right? Like, it's going to update itself. There are Pokemon in the game uh, that are not available yet. The uh, obvious one being like Hisuian Pokemon. Um, So the question is, are all those Hisuian Pokemon going to just work right away? Or are they not going to work? The assumption is that they should just work, but just because they worked in past games doesn't mean... It doesn't mean anything. Nope, because they love to remove features or change things or not communicate properly. So if home updates after 700 hours of it being down for maintenance, you should ideally be able to move over Hisuian Decidueye, Hisuian Typhlosion, Hisuian Samurott. You should be able to move over Weirdeer, Cleavor, Ursaluna, Hisuian Leganth, Hisuian Slugu, Hisuian Gudra. Should be able to move over Hisuian Basculin, and then both Basculegions, Hisuian Growlithe, Hisuian Arcanine, Hisuian Quillfish, I forgot its name, and then Overquill, Hisuian Sneasel, and then Sneaseler, Hisuian Voltorb, Hisuian Electrode, Hisuian Bravery. We already have Zorark, that's, that's working. <laughs> Hisuian Avalug, and then finally. Um, what is her name? Uh, ter- uh, uh, the, the, the Etern, not Eternatus, uh, why is her name blanking? 
Uh, Who are you talking about? The genie. The genie. Oh. Enamorous. Enamorous. Man, I couldn't even remember a Lucas. Can't remember Enamorous. <laughs> it's one of those days. I mean, to be fair, Lucas never comes up. Nobody cares about Lucas. Uh, so, okay. So those, I, obviously as well, all of those base forms are in the game. Like Ursa, Ursa Ring is in the game. Scyther's in the game. You know, Growlithe is in the game. I think everyone just assumes they're going to work, which they could. I, I, I do think there's like a small chance that I, I, uh, based on how broken this game is, I don't know. I don't know what to guess anymore. I don't know. It, they should work. Um, on the Galar side, you have the starters. So ideally, you should be able to move Groki. 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 Oh, Groki is my favorite Pokemon. It's, uh, yeah. Gr- you should be able to move Groki over, even though that raid event hasn't happened. Uh, and then you have the s- slow Galarian slow bro. Sorry, Galarian slow poke. And then, well, yeah, and slow bro and slow king. Those should work. There are some legendaries from his from Galar. I won't go through those for spoiler purposes, but there are a couple legendaries that you can move over. That's all up in the air of like, can we just move legendaries over? I, I don't know if if we can move. No, I'm not confirming or denying, but if we can move a Zashian over, are we just going to see four Zashians in every six star raid going forward? I, do, I don't know. Yep. Or. Alola, we should be able to move over Alolan Raichu, uh, Alolan Meowth, Alolan Persian, Alolan Grimer, Alolan Muck, Alolan Diglett, Alolan Dugtrio. I don't think this is much of a spoiler. Uh, They just have Carbink listed here. Apparently Carbink is in the code. (laughs) He's not a legendary. He's not a starter. He's not. Carbink was in the code and then was removed. There's something going on with Carbink Mm. and we don't know shenanigans uh for kanto regular tauros there are a lot of legendaries listed here that i don't want to go into i don't know if i it's it's always possible for pokemon to be in the code and not be accessed right we we learned this with sword and shield i just don't know if they're going to turn on home on let's just say tuesday because monday it's going to be down all day and then all of a sudden, we're going to see four Zashians sitting in a raid. Like, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it just... Did that happen with Sword and Shield? They did home, and then all of a sudden, like, Kyogres were everywhere? I don't... Like, Ky- like Kyogres came with... With uh, the DLC. The DLC. But I guess yeah. maybe Kyogre wasn't the code before that. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there that while these Pokemon are have been currently in the code since day one, ideally a lot of these should just work when home updates. I wouldn't be surprised if the legendaries themselves don't work. But who knows? Your guess is as good as mine. If they work, cool. If they don't work, I'm sure they will eventually work. Yep. I, I think I think the Hisuian Pokemon. I think like moving Hisui and Gudra over is is more exciting than moving over Zashian personally. Um, yeah, I want to see Sneasler running around. Yes, me too. Um, so uh, keep your eyes out for that. Uh, we'll we'll <laughs> we'll see what happens. I guess on Tuesday. 
If I was a betting man, I would say something else is going to break. <laughs> uh, anyways, I think that's our show. Made it to the end. Thanks for listening. Thanks for making it to the end. Um, I think uh, tomorrow is today when you're listening to this is Memorial Day, I think. Some people have off. If you work at a bank, I think you have off. So that's cool. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully by the time next week happens, we can talk about some raid events. We can talk about Pokemon Home. Um, I think those are the two big things on our radar. So uh, thanks for hanging. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Hannah. Uh, we will be back next week. This is another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super doing Shadow Mewtwo raids, maybe? No. Yeah, let's do <laughs> it. <laughs> Denied. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm feeling better, so I'm going to try. This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers of the episode, starting with Stephen, Kay, William, Tony, Stuart, Ryan, Nate, Matthew, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Jessica, Greg, Courtney, Chris, Brian, Anthony, and our executive producers of Spencer and Brady. Thank you so much for the continued support. If you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. That is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. And you can sign up to get a bunch of rewards, including having your name read at the end of the episode. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.